Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mully Ed Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. That is the voice of Daniel Jeremiah uh, talking about the Bears and what their draft plan is and... Um, and I don't know how much you want to argue with that. I don't think – I think that a lot of what we're hearing is sort of the sensible, logical conclusion to a process that is ongoing. And and I I do believe that's accurate. I, I think the Bears are going to draft Caleb Williams, yeah. and I think they're going to trade Justin Fields. And I, It's imminent. I think it is imminent. It feels like it's inevitable. It does. And it's just a matter of when, not if, and what they can get and what they can drum up in terms of a marketplace. Caleb Williams has arrived. He is addressing the media in Indianapolis at the NFL Combine at the podium. We'll do what we can to find out what he says. Yeah, we'll try to turn it around for you. Big crowd surrounding him. Probably the main event of the week. People Mm -hmm. have waited all week for Caleb Williams to say what he's going to say. And uh, he's... The uh, he's the star attraction, and this is all he will do. He won't he won't submit the medical testing. He's not going to throw. Tom Brady will be more active at the NFL Combine this week than Caleb Williams will, <laughs> running his forty yard dash at five point two eight. As twenty thirty four years after he did it, not thirty four. Wait, he's he's forty six. Uh, twenty four years after he did it at the he NFL Combine, he ran a faster time at forty six out of the NFL than he did going into the NFL. That just means one thing to me. What is that? He's coming back. There you go. He's coming back. I, I'm, not, I'm just going to say this, and I know you're going to get upset at me, but wouldn't he make a great backup to Caleb Williams? <laughs> he would. He would. You'd love that story. It'd be a great story. He could, he he could would, stop a losing streak. He's backing up nobody, not even Greg Olson. Let's uh, get to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. We'll start with Craig. He's waited patiently in Northbrook. Hey, Craig. What's up, Craig? Oh, no. Just when I said he was patient, he turned impatient. Let's try Rob. He's on the Odyssey app. Hey, Rob. Hey, guys. Hey, great show. Hey, do you guys think there's any truth to Atlanta going all in for Kirk Cousins? I know on their websites they're now saying the Atlanta owner is looking to uh, do anything to get him. Or do you think this is just a smokescreen to lower the asking price of Justin Fields? No, I I think they would be fixated on Kirk Cousins. That would make a lot of sense for the Atlanta Falcons. They have the money. He would he would fit there. They, they could got sell so that. much weaponry. They got a lot of good weapons. They weapon. really do. I, I really believe that the more this goes on, I wonder if Justin Fields would be option three 
plan C well, that's in Atlanta. Why you would want to trade him quicker than, as soon as you can because the the free agent market has an open. As soon yet. as you can, yeah. Because the longer this goes on, the Falcons may talk themselves into boy, Kirk Cousins looks affordable. Boy, JJ Carthy. Do you know looks, what the problem McCarthy with Kirk good. Cousins is? And I I like Kirk Cousins. I think he's a good dude. You know, um, I enjoyed that quarterback mm-hmm. uh, documentary and him taking Tuesdays to play with the kid and all that stuff. The problem with Kirk Cousins is that he's getting a little long in the tooth, and that is a short-term answer for a team. That is not a long-term answer. Right. You know, Justin Fields is 24 years old. Is that what he is? 20, 24, right? Different scenarios, different price tags. Yes. Different patience levels. If you're the Atlanta Falcons, you could see with – Kyle Pitts and Bijan Robinson building with Justin Fields and and trying to make a foundational move with yes. limited draft capital having to give up, whereas Kirk Cousins is a, we're all in, we're going to overpay for the veteran quarterback, but we're ready to win now. Are they ready to win now? I don't know. In that division, Honestly. you could always convince yourself so you're going to be good enough to win the division if you get Kirk Cousins because that's a division that is definitely winnable. Mm-hmm. But it's a matter of priorities, and that does matter in Chicago – what the Falcons' priority level is. Do they want to, depending on, spend the money or give up the draft capital? Good question. Okay, your guy Caleb Williams speaking now at the Combine was asked about landing with the Bears, and he said, quote, it's pretty exciting if you can go into a situation like that. It is. Good answer. I think you definitely like to hear that. You definitely like to hear the guy that could create all the excitement that he will create. And people will get over Justin Fields being traded. People will get past that. Yep. It may take the first 300-yard game and three touchdowns when he beats the Packers, but people will get past and over Justin Fields once they see Caleb Williams if that's indeed the direction this all goes. And Caleb Williams also has confirmed that he's only going to do medicals with the teams that he visits. Makes sense, I guess. It's a, certainly a new way of doing business. Marvin Harrison Jr. is doing it differently as well. I That's think he's right. receiving less fanfare and maybe criticism for that or, or, or skepticism. Let me ask you about that for a second. I, I think that one of the interesting elements here, and we've talked a little bit about it, is that Caleb Williams is a guy that comes into the league with, what, $10 million in his bank account. He's got a net worth of $10 million based on the NIL stuff and, and all of that. So you look at him, and he's already got some deals in place, yep. and he's making some money. Obviously, the real money is in, is in the NFL in the second contract. Um, but that, that's a lot of cabbage. $10 million as a college athlete, that's un, it's almost unprecedented You're comfortable. to come out yes. with that kind of dough. And so you can call your shots you a little can. bit. You can. You're not fearful of not having a job. You're not fearful of not getting that check. So Marvin Harrison Jr., okay. yeah. I'm sure he got Same his deal. share. I'm sure he did okay with the NIL stuff. But he's also the son of a Hall of Famer who, had, who made a lot of money in his career. I, and I'm not – criticizing people with deep pockets, but doesn't that make it easier for you to decide that I'm doing something unprecedented? It most certainly does because these kind of decisions made by Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. in these specific examples reflects more on the marketplace than it does the individual. Make judgments about the changing state of 
college football and the NIL and what that does to draft prospects more than draw conclusions about the personality or the diva-like qualities of guys like Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't think that's fair. Caleb Williams certainly, by agreeing to submit to medical testing by the teams that he visits, that tells me that he's not afraid of something showing up as much as he might be afraid of the just sharing randomly or openly his medicals with 32 NFL teams that really there's going to be 25 of them that have no business having that information. Um, Caleb Williams says that he is Aaron Rodgers' size. <laughs> says that he weighs 215, yep. and he's between 6'1 and 6'2. Well, if that's the case, he's going to find out for sure if he submits to the measuring. And if that's the case, I like it. I like the comp. That's confidence right there. Yes. Comparing yourself to Aaron Rodgers tells me that he will not lack confidence, which is no surprise. If he's 6'1, he's good. If he's 5'11", yeah, okay, might be some concerns. Caleb Williams uh, said at the Combine that he met with the Bears for roughly 10 minutes. I enjoyed the meeting, is what he said. I'm told he's very well-spoken, and he's doing a really good job. You can hear this. that on the podcast, yep. any interview that he yes. has done. He's definitely well-spoken. He is definitely uh, got a little bit of a, a, a wry sense of humor, perhaps. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And we have uh, Caleb Williams from his own voice. We're going to listen to Caleb Williams at the NFL Scouting Combine, and uh, here it is. No, um, not doing things. Uh, it was a decision by me and my team, my family, um, and it comes down to that. Caleb in Chicago, fans are always divided about the I'd say uh, the player in person that they'd be getting, a uh, person that cares for his teammates. Um, some of y'all may have seen, some of y'all may have not. Um, I try to take care of all my guys, uh, no matter if you've been fourth on the depth chart or you know you're the you're the star player. Um, so I care for my teammates, and then the other part is I'm a, I'm a fierce competitor, as you may have seen after you know some games. I mean, the Bears are, was an eight and nine team last year, um, I believe, and. Uh, seven and seven to ten, sorry, and and um, you know that's that's pretty good for a team that has the first pick. 
Um, and and they got a good defense. Um, they got good players on offense. Um, and and you know it's it's pretty exciting. You know if you could go into a situation like that. Yep. Whole lot of dominant quarterback play? No, no, not at all. Um, I don't compare myself to the other guys. Um, you know that's there, been there. Um, I think I'm my own player and. Um, you know, I, I, I tend to like to, you know, create history and, and rewrite history. Yeah, um, this was one of the seasons that it's, it's none like, you know, any other season that I've had uh, to where I've been so close to being either neutral or, or um, close to, you know, having a losing record. And so... Um, it was tough for me. Um, like I said, I'm a competitor. I like to win. And so, you know, being that close to losing was, was difficult for me. But, um, you know, I had people in my corner to, to help me and, and, and figure out, you know, the, the energy and feeling that I, was, that I was feeling. I think it's important going into um, situations because there's nobody in, you know, in the first part of the draft that would be, you know, early in the draft. And I expect myself to go high, um, you know, to be a, 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 a 12 and whatever team or, you know, it's, it's, you know, the, the teams are going to be, um, at least from the year before, um, it's kind of going to be how I went into USC, uh, where they were four and eight and, and things like that. So just, you know, just preparing for those moments. And I think last year was a, was a perfect example for me. Yeah. Um, I learned, um, either you grow from something like that and Lincoln sat me down, um, after maybe our, um, loss to Utah, I believe, and he sat me down and, and he said, either you grow from something like this or uh, you keep feeling this feeling and, you know, you'll stay where you are. What do you say about your height and size? Over my what? My height? Um, it's the first time I'm hearing about my height and size. I'm, you know, I'm around Aaron Rodgers size and, and maybe weight too. Uh, 215, uh, 220 and 6'1", 6'2". Yeah, so for the medical stuff, I'll be doing the medical stuff, just not here in Indy. I'll be doing it at the team interviews. Um, you know, not 32 teams can draft me. Uh, there's only one of me. Um, and so uh, the teams that I go to for my visit, um, you know, those teams will have the, the medical, and, and, and that'll be it. Um, I didn't feel the need to, to go out and throw. Um, I played around 30-some games, I believe. Um, go ahead and go watch real, real live ball of me and uh, see how I am as a competitor. What inspired you to get to the game of football? What inspired you to get to the game of football? Um, my dad put me in football when I was four. My mom didn't let me play tackle football my first year. Um, I thought I was going to love it. Um, at four years old, I did. And um, the next year after that, I was, I was a bit too aggressive for flag football, so my mom let me, uh, she let me play tackle. And, from there, fell in love even more. Uh, by the time I hit 11 or 12, I told my dad that this is what I wanted to do, and we, we put together a plan, and, um, you know, he's helped me every, every part of the way. All right. Thank you to the NFL Network for that sound. That is Caleb Williams speaking at the Combine. He also um, he said uh, being the likely number one overall pick, I put in all the hard work, all the time, effort, energy into being that. I don't think of a plan B. <laughs> Everything you hear, he sounds very smooth and confident. He sounds very capable 
of handling himself in these type of situations. He doesn't seem like anybody who's going to wilt at the pressure of being in a market like Chicago. It sounds like somebody who would thrive under that. And the more you hear, the more you want to hear. We're just getting to know him, I suppose. What we have known about him before has been really speculation. A lot of a lot of things that he'll have to address and continue to address. But Mully, in just that little snippet, four and a half minutes or whatever it was, strong first impression. Yes. And overall, it's it looks good. like he's connecting with the audience and answering the questions and not afraid to address things like his height and his size. I love that answer. I don't play for fame, Williams said. I don't play for money. I don't play for jewels and stuff like that. It's to go out there and win as many games as possible. And we heard him say, didn't hear him say, but read what he said to Pete Thamel about wanting to be an immortal. And he talks in terms of greatness. We just heard him say he wants to rewrite history. Rewrite history. And he's right about one thing. You know, the Bears with a um, a 7-10 and record – you know, maybe eight and nine. But, but uh, yeah, they should have won that Does that one mean game. you thought they should have won eight? Yeah, they should have won he ten. He's guessing Flucy already? Yeah, why are, we, why are we talking about it? But he did say that it's unusual they'd have the number one overall pick, and that is true. Having the pick for Carolina, the Bears, as the general manager told the website, are in a position to start uh, – Building their team up. That's that's why I think it's good awareness. The foundation is there. That he good awareness. He knows that. He reality, knows that what they have done. Excellent. Put, and, and the defense is ready to take that next step. Yeah. The offense is missing a key piece. He's it in in the minds of the Bears. Yes. They need another weapon so he can thrive and flourish. I think they need an offensive line. They need a lot of things. But his awareness of the Bears is is in, encouraging. And I think that you want him to be as aware of what he's walking into. And it sounds like he's done his homework. And, you know, everyone can't draft him. There's only one of them. So he's only going to do the medicals with the teams that can basically draft him, the teams that he goes and visits. He'll visit probably five to seven teams, would you expect? You know, I I wonder about that. I do. I wonder um, how many of those teams – are legitimate choices well, that, or I mean, options? Like he had meetings, and we went through yeah. where they're at and what the. Is he going to visit the Minnesota Vikings? My sense would be yes. Why? Well, if you met with them in Indianapolis, my sense would be they would have a reason to bring you to their but, facility. But, but I want to know why. Is there a circumstance in your mind where the Bears are trading the number one overall pick to a division rival? No. At number 12, right? No. Are they at 12? They're Minnesota? 12 or 13. It, I, no. It doesn't make sense to me. It only makes sense if the Bears – I think if you're Caleb Williams in his camp, and this is a hypothetical. Yeah, I'm just But asking. if you're convinced that maybe the Bears have reservations about drafting you, mm. so they're going to well, then, you know, make a deal. Visit or, Washington. Or visit – their second – I'm just yeah. saying, where are they – how are – how are, would the Vikings be involved in this in any fashion? Their name was a surprise on the list of teams that yeah. they were yeah. visiting with Caleb Williams. But I just don't know in the NFL if you can assume all of these things are as certain as we make them sound. So it does seem like the Bears would be foolish to, to trade out of the number one overall spot. The Washington Commanders would be next, and I think that makes a lot of sense for them to consider Caleb Williams. Don't know where the Vikings fit in. If I were Caleb Williams, I'm taking as few of visits as possible. I like this one. There's a, a texter saying, basically – 
he's trying to figure it out. So we're trading Reggie Theus and drafting Michael. Let's go. <laughs> That's a good historical comparison. And there's a lot of parallels you could draw there. This is not necessarily the player you expect to be the best ever at his position. This is not the Michael Jordan of quarterbacks, but he is going to be somebody that elevates the franchise and organization and makes everyone around him better. And is probably, once you draft him, on a track to become the best ever at the, in your, at the position the Bears have ever had. That's the expectation. That's all. That's all. Just come here and be the best who has ever played the position for this organization, the charter franchise. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.